so something I want to get into with you is uh, time management because, I mean, coming from someone who is currently not great at time management, it's something yeah. that's just kind of self-serving more so for me than I'm sure there are a lot of you out there that get benefit out of this. But to give some context for why you specifically can talk about time management is because you were a college student. You just graduated college this year. But for the last four years, you've been at college. You were also performing like 30 shows a month. And I was a full-time RA. Yeah, and you were full-time. So you were taking 18 credits a semester plus a full-time RA plus doing 30 shows a month on average pretty much, sometimes more than that. And you still graduated with like a 3.8 GPA. Yeah. So <laughs> there's no way you would have been able to, to do that and create the successful business that is now thriving since you've graduated from college without having to figure out how to manage time. I mean... So you, you mentioned something to me yesterday, something about the four quadrants. Yeah. So what, explain what the four quadrants is. You know what's funny is what you said about the, what all those things I've done. and so For me, the part that I'm most proud about that is the part that I did all that and was still able to create awesome relationships with my friends and, you know, at the time in my Yeah, work-life balance and how do, we, you know, how do we balance relationships and performing life is something we're going to get into in another video yeah. too for sure yeah because i'm not yeah. so as proud as that, that i have a 3.8 gpa as like hey i did all these things and also lived a fairly normal life yeah um, that, that's a tremendous time management i i don't know necessarily how i did it but i did hear this that i, I think spoke really true sometimes you do things and then you hear somebody explain them you say that's that it, that's what it is that's yeah. what i do um so up oh, there's a sneeze coming you ready nope don't say it please <laughs> What was that? Whoa. <laughs> that sounded canned. That sounded like you planned that. I did. I did. I got another one. Okay, so four quadrants. Four, <laughs> four quadrants. Four quadrants. Um, that did sound canned, I swear it was. I did. Um, A little over dramatic. My, my roommate, uh, well, my housemate, Noah Clark, he's actually... Um, working in ministry right now he's trying to he's, he's doing okay. uh, campus ministry yeah, and yeah. he recommended a book that he had to read um, for his job called First Things First I think is the name of the book um, I'll that sounds familiar yeah, yeah First yeah. Things First okay. I wish I knew who wrote it I'm sorry but um, in the book they talk about the four quadrants um, this is a long conversation I'm going to shorten it up yeah, give me the synopsis of it yeah there, you should really be spending most of your time in specific quadrants and so quadrant number one is, imagine a matrix right Right. Um, it's urgency and importance. The first quadrant is urgent and important. What things do you need to take care of right now because they are serious, they are urgent, and they are important? An example is you're driving down the road, you get a flat tire. Hey, you should probably take care of that right then and there. Um, I don't know yeah. what else you'd be doing. Uh, urgent, important, you break your leg. Boom, go to the hospital. I'm we're sick right now. Me, my health is kind of urgent and important, right? Uh, in, in a yeah. way. It, um, yeah. Number two, quadrant two is what is Important but not urgent. Uh, this is things like uh, emails. These are incredibly important that I respond to my clients. I literally don't have a career if I don't respond to these, but they're not necessarily urgent. Now, quadrant two can become urgent if you don't take care of them in a quick enough span of time. Right. Or maybe my cold is quadrant two. Right now, it's it's important, but it's not urgent. But if I'm just like going out, if I'm not sleeping and I'm yeah, shoveling dirt in my mouth, yeah. I can get very sick and that will become quadrant one. Right. Yeah. So um, emails are a good example of that. Uh, quadrant three is what is urgent but not important. A sale at the supermarket, right? Like, hey, I'm going to miss out on getting $2 off ground beef if I don't go tonight. But <laughs> yeah. you know what? That's not really that important to me. Yeah. Um, and then the, the fourth quadrant is not important, not urgent, 
watching Netflix, uh, hanging out with friends, depending on, on how you view that. Right. Um, you know, uh, for me, I consider the gym quadrant two. Um, yeah. I, I, but some people would consider that quadrant four. You can decide what piece of your life fit in these quadrant pieces. Most of your time should be spent in quadrant two during the workday so you can avoid being in quadrant one. If you're in quadrant one a lot, doing a lot of urgent and important things, which I was in college a lot, there was a lot of times I was waking up at 3 a.m. going, I have a paper due at 7. And spending a lot of my time in quadrant one, I realized looking back on it, if I would have just been a little bit better about studying 20 minutes a day, I wouldn't have had to be urgently cramming the night before a test. Mm -hmm. So if you can focus on those things that you don't necessarily have to do right away and not procrastinate, spend time here to mm -hmm. avoid them being in quadrant one, that's awesome. You're, you're, you're going to feel fulfillment out of being able to do things that are urgent but not important like going to a concert or um, going to a sales supermarket to get a good deal and then also being able to watch Netflix and out with your friends but everything kind of centers around quadrant number two in my life. I imagine for most people if you take care of those, everything else will fall fall into place. Yeah, but the key is to take care of them. Don't don't keep pushing them off. You know, until it gets to the point where they're in quadrant one, and now you have now yeah. now ninety percent of the things you need to get done are in quadrant one. Right? Great, yeah. Create rules. Here's a great rule: if you know that something's going to take less than two minutes, drop everything you're doing and take care of it right then. And yeah. That's a rule I always follow, and it takes discipline. But I know now if something takes less than two minutes, I'm just going to do it right away. Yeah. I don't feel like it all the time, but I've set this rule for myself. It's like a goal. Yeah. So, so I do take care of it. The other thing is in quadrant two, you don't have to do it all yourself. Delegate and automate. Automate as much as you can. If there's something that does that that you're doing, if you if you're noticing you're typing the same email all the time, or you're having the same phone call all the time, or same text conversation, automate, automate, automate. If you've done something more than six times, that's a sign you should automate it. Okay, because it's gonna happen a seventh time. Yeah. Um, if you cannot automate that, delegate it. Mm. If you cannot delegate or automate, which most performers, it's probably just gonna be their show and creating. Mm -hmm. um, that's where you need to be. Yeah, so. and and this is not something we'll get into, but you have a you have an assistant that helps you with the with the emails yeah, and phone and, calls, and, phone calls and, and following up and on leads and that sort DMs of thing. Which too. Is great. It's important I get back to people who DM me and reach out to me, and she did, she actually does a lot of the like PR type stuff. Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. That's good. Any other advice on like systems or anything of? Because it's great to have this knowledge, like you said, but like that the rule of hey, like that's a great rule. I mean, under two minutes, go ahead and just get it done. Um, anything else like that? It's just discipline. Yeah, yeah it's just discipline. Over again, yeah. Like, like don't, don't, don't procrastinate. It's so easy, but what, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, it, you know, when you sit down at the computer to make yourself work, then you'll feel like doing work. It, it's funny how that works, but if you make yourself work, you'll feel like doing work. It's very rare that I sit down at my computer, send one email, and get off. I usually sit down at my computer, say, oh, I'll just send one, and then I get through my whole email list, and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, now, too, for me, it's, you know, constant... If I'm not filming, I'm editing, right? Or I'm yeah. answering emails or sending emails off to clients. And so for me, it's figuring out specific times of the day that I that I put certain things in, right? So like I typically wake up at like five or six and then from six to eight is my own personal time. I get things done for me during that time. But once eight o'clock hits, from eight until like 11.30 when I go to the gym, that is all work time. So that's... You know, I delegate certain things to get done during that time um, that are important to get done, right? So that's probably my quadrant two stuff is those things are, they're not super urgent because I don't let things get too far down typically. Um, yeah. This week is when I look crazy because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is new for us. But, <laughs> yeah. um, and then I go to the gym, I eat lunch, and then 
from like two o'clock to six o'clock is also work time again. So it's, and that takes discipline too, to say like, okay, I'm going to sit at my computer from this time to this time. That's actually great. work. Actually, great tip for when I was in college. I treated, even if I had a class that ended at noon, I didn't have class for us today, I tried my hardest to say, hey, from nine to five, I'm going to work. Whether that's yeah. business or schoolwork, I'm doing nine to five working, and every day after five, now I can call my girlfriend on the phone. Now I yeah. can see my friends go out to dinner. Yeah, because the time happening. will get away from you. Yeah, it will. Time will. Man, yeah. Hold on in a second. This is a this is a tip out of left field, but it sort of relates. Oh, okay. This will end on this. Yeah. Um, look at who look at who's in the circle that you want to be in. You should always surround yourself with people who are doing better than you. Um, yeah. Look at those people and ask them, what are they doing with their time? Observe what they do with their time. Yeah. Um, use your own discretion to find out if there's really people you want to look up to. Um, and yeah. maybe some people that you do look up to don't manage their time well, but get a good pulse check on that. Like, what are the people that, like, look at, like, I, I like look up to Elon Musk. I'm so interested in what this guy does with his time, yeah. right? Now I'm not <laughs> in a circle, but I wish I could be. Yeah. But, but find your friends who are successful performers, successful, in, I don't know, whatever you do for a job. And just look at how they manage their time. That's a pretty good hint that, hey, maybe you should adopt some of those principles. Yeah. And actually, on that note, too, and we can, we can end sort of on this. One of the guys that we ran into last night, though, was at the event. was a very successful business Dang, owner. right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we asked him, you know, Chris asked him, you know, what is it that, if you had any advice for people starting a business, and if you're a performer, you are a business owner, um, and what would you say? Just one thing. His immediate answer was systems. Need to put a system in place. Systems and processes. System and processes. Yeah, which is exactly what this is. Yeah. Um, you know, figuring out which quadrant you're going to be in. Anything else, real quick? No. That's it. All right.